Hey, welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast where sisters Alex and Sarah Franklin bring on comedians to recap Bachelor episodes and reflect on their own journey with Bachelor Nation. Enjoy! season I'm so relieved by the end I feel like I'm on the beach with them just like waking up trapped every day like I think it does a really good job evoking like the end of summer feels there's mm. something really freeing even even though we're not in school anymore you and me not other people but um even though we're adults that are not in school anymore there is something freeing about the start of the summer and something exhausting by the end of it. You just kind of want to get to the fall. And I can't really I can't really define why other than it sort of feels like the start of a new year and it feels like the start of. Yeah, new beginnings. I always when summer starts, I'm like, I'm so happy. And that's when I actually write my like yearly goals instead of at the new like the beginning at of summer the new year. Starting, you summer started? start. And then I say summer this solstice? Is, summer solstice. And then I say this is what I want to accomplish by the end of next summer. So I give mm. myself, I give myself a full summer. Okay. So I do like a year and three months. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I feel like that's, um, that's very, uh, uh, like, so June is a big year for vision boarding for you. Yeah. June oh, is, June is June's month, my big month. And then I'm the same way. By the time we hit August, I am just like, get me a pumpkin spice latte college football and I don't give a shit about my goals anymore. no goals are done don't have to worry about goals until next august <laughs> got a lot of time to work on the goals <laughs> i feel that way about fall i feel like fall is when i give a shit yeah about, um starting up that's what goals. i meant like by the time it's october i'm like oh no, sorry it's like my vision boarding I see. If yours occurs in june mine occurs in september i see i see i see i see it's also saying. when my birthday is feel free mm. to send presents uh, that's probably has something to do with it. So it feels like a real jumping off point to me because it it's not only an indication of another year, but like another school year. Like the two were kind of always lived in the same place for me. It was yeah. like always two fresh your starts birthday, in your school year. That's so true. And I already, I'm about to start a new job in September too. I so. know. I already got you your birthday present. Oh, <laughs> shouldn't have. I think it's in the mail. Um, before <laughs> we get into the penultimate week. Of, uh, of Paradise, do you want to tell the listeners uh, your news? Yeah, I have some news. Um, I got a dog. <laughs> Alex just met him. He's so, so sweet. It's like a foster to adopt situation, so he's technically not mine yet, but like I, I knew within 10 minutes, so I was like, I'll never be able to give up this dog. <laughs> like, um, I love him. His name is At At. Uh, I believe you've been calling him Addy. Yeah. Uh, he is so remarkable. I've spent only an hour with him and he's incredible. Doesn't he have a good like soul? Good soul. Um, can we plug the rescue service on here? Because I think that's important if you are in the L.A. area. Yeah. So we went through Dogs Without Borders. I'm not totally sure which shelter he came from. Mm -hmm. Um not that they keep that information private. I just I just don't know. But yeah, Dogs Without Borders. We actually have worked with a bunch of really awesome rescues in L.A. Dogs Without Borders being one of them. Um, 
uh, a purposeful rescue is another. You can follow all these guys on Instagram and they're like, even if you're not looking to adopt, then you get to see cute pictures of dogs and cats all day and you can retweet, like repost them if anyone's looking. Um, and then we also re- have uh, talked to Alex, who you are, you have a relationship with Mayday Rescue. Yeah, I used to foster through Mayday. All of these rescue services are incredible at yeah. just curating the, the greatest dogs um, for those people. I mean, it's so noble to be able to adopt from a shelter, but it's also incredibly emotionally taxing to kind of walk into one. Um, but uh, so many dogs are in needs of need of homes. And I think these rescue services just do such a service to these animals and to the owners because they end up what I find so great about the rescue services I've worked with because I was a longtime foster was they find the right homes for dogs. Yeah. That's why a lot of this, I say it's a foster to adopt situation because they give you, they, it, they do like a week trial. So they're going to see how we interact with the dog. We have a foster mentor. So we go into it knowing that we want adopt to adopt and they know that as well. So they give us like a week trial and make sure that everyone's like a good fit. And totally. Yeah. Why don't we plug their Instagrams one more time and then we'll just get into the ugly, underbelly that is bachelor in paradise <laughs> yes we have um where i got addy is dogs without borders this is on instagram is their name a purposeful rescue is another good one um and mayday and mayday um and all of these the rescue services that we just mentioned it's an array of dogs i fostered everything from a chihuahua to a lab beagle mix to a jack russell terrier to a a golden husky mix. Oh my gosh. They've, yeah. I add a Doberman. Is, he's a miniature pincher. Miniature um, but he definitely looks like he has some chihuahua in him as well. They'll also like, if there is kind of like a certain dog you're looking for, whether it's like big, small or like kind of within a breed, um, like you can always apply through these guys and let them know like, Oh, these are the kinds of dogs I'm interested in. Like when you have one, I'll definitely reach out and yeah. you know, so, yeah. So we are not affiliated with any of these other than no. it's a cause that Sarah and I are both very passionate about. Yeah. So it just felt like a good opportunity to bring it up on the mic. Totally. I, I do have to say there is one more bit of news. Ooh, what? Astrid and Kevin are engaged. I know. <laughs> I feel like I was so wrong. I was like, there's something off about this couple. I was wrong and admittedly so. They're an incredible couple. Oh, I totally get it. When Jordan and uh, Jordan Rogers and JoJo got engaged, I was like, oh, I give them like four days. Like that. Like I and I boy was I wrong because she was I wrong? we you talked about this last week uh she also just got re-engaged <laughs> yeah which might actually means that your your instincts are right at the time maybe there was a <laughs> bit of a rocky road there for a hot second yeah pretty awesome though that they were able to like find a passion together and um yeah and fall back in love I love it okay speaking of love <laughs> We have some really boring couples to talk about. Let's just get the happy couples out of the way. Yeah, because no one cares. There's barely anything to talk about. Who do you want to start with? All right, Demi and Christian. I I mean, I again, I don't mean to like bash these people. It's just like they're not interesting to like see happy people on my TV. You know what I mean? Totally. (laughs) They are arguably the realest, most authentic couple there. There's probably no reason that they should be be there other than to just torture um, Derek. Torture chair, <laughs> but also um, show a meaningful same sex yeah, same no, no, sex no, no. couple relationship. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing about Demi and Christian is they're really good sounding boards to the rest of the cast. I noticed that they were kind of always there and listening. Uh, like when Haley was kind of giving JPJ the real, you sort of saw Demi in the background, like 
being like, get it, girl. They're super cheerleaders. Demi has a hilarious impressions <laughs> of everybody. But when so when Haley was and we'll talk about JPJ later, but um, when Haley was kind of serving it up and I actually was quite shocked at how good of a communicator Haley was in that moment. She's, I think she's grown up a lot. I think you're right. Um, when she walked away, Demi and Christian were kind of the people there for JPJ to just kind of give them perspective in what I thought was a really compassionate way. And it's like, I understand why you're upset, but can you see how this other person is hurt? Yeah. It's not just you. Like you don't exist in the center of this universe. So I do appreciate them for like the level of maturity that they have. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. And did you notice how good Demi's makeup was this week? Um, I know. I And, like, people were tweeting about it because they were like, how is this makeup not just, like, melting off of her face? Because it's, like, it's really well done. Her hair looks amazing. Her boobs look amazing. I was like, did we have a glow up in paradise? I was wondering that almost – Demi was the first person I noticed it for, but I noticed it almost cast-wide. I was like, somebody did, like – maybe they were shooting their promo pictures oh, that day or Oh, someone's, like, makeup just, like, yeah, had to come and do everyone's makeup. I was like, why does everyone look so good? I know, because usually by the end of Paradise, they all look like, hey, guys. Haggard. Time to get off this island. The most it's beautiful time. to get off this island. <laughs> lost 20 – Oh seven. Yeah, it and they have to get it out. Does, they have to go back. It does start to look like Survivor by the end, for sure. It's not a pretty picture, for sure. Um, yeah, um, we also have Hannah and Dylan who just seem happily bobbing around. They had a little bit of birthday sex. Bob, Bob, Bob. Um, interesting observation about them, and perhaps the only one that will come all season. They're so up each other's own butts that I notice when they're separate from each other. And like the few times that uh, I noticed Dylan without Hannah, I my first instinctual thought was, oh, Hannah must be in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) They're definitely that like that couple or it's like when like your two friends start dating in the friend group and they're just like they've like ditched everybody else. Yeah. (laughs) profoundly boring i kind of did feel bad for those couples in high school i'm not gonna name any names but there were couples in high school that kind of got really serious and they just weren't they just didn't like do anything they were like eating dinner at each other's parents houses while we were all like drinking in basements somewhere it doesn't apply (laughs) for like high school and it shouldn't apply now like you want to be the drinking in basements in the drinking in basements crew on bachelor paradise you're significantly more interesting yeah yeah 100 100 percent. okay then we have chris and katie who are shockingly going strong i mean i would have never expected these two I just the only the reason distance. I see they have very good chemistry yeah. and, they, and they seem to they've gotten over some hurdles together and they've been able to communicate through them. That's actually a really good point. I think the most shocking and most interesting thing, and I feel blessed as a television watcher to have been able to witness it. But Chris has just gone through such a maturity evolution. Yeah, and we've got, I, I feel like I, I watched it. I watched it happen like you kind of saw him on a high being a fuck boy his like um, dark night of the soul, if you will, mm. when he kind of was like too drunk to even talk to anybody on the beach mm. and hit a low point and quote unquote retired from reality TV. Right. And now he's like a phoenix rising from the ashes with Katie. And he's actually 
seemingly, from what I can see on the TV, a good partner. He is my favorite person, like, uh, on, in this cast, I think. Like, he, yeah. While, while he's not, you know, causing a lot of drama or anything, I just, yeah. It's, like, really cool to watch him, like, have some fun and... I don't like I usually get annoyed when the people who retire come back and I'm just like not mad at him. No, I'm not at all. I mean, I don't want to watch him anymore because I'm bored out of my mind. Well, he yeah. And I think he is done after this. But I'm proud of him. And I, as like a, a gal who's out on the scene, I always think and I've quoted it on this podcast before, but it's like, wait until these guys get tired. <laughs> The Amy Schumer from the Amy yes, Schumer special. And they will get tired. <laughs> and I feel like that's what's happening with Chris. He's just exhausted. He's tired and he's like, and she's pretty and fun. And that's the best time to trap them into making babies. <laughs> and then they'll be tired for the rest of their lives. Just kidding. So <laughs> now we have poor Derek. Mm. Poor Derek. Going okay. home. It was his time. Yeah. Can we sort of talk about all of this? I, JPJ, because I wasn't here last week. Um, thank you, Mike McClendon, for filling in for me. You're a true gemstone. Um, but I could not disagree good. more. <laughs> <laughs> I think JPJ was, had horrific behavior. Maybe the worst I've ever seen. Um, what he did was he zeroed in on a woman thought he needed to defend I mean that's honor. that's the th he did the same thing Blake was doing in terms of like no like she's mine now like I'm gonna tell you guys what she wants because I had an early connection with her and he cloaked it and I'm doing this for her yeah like, I am the knight in shining armor for her uh and I'm gonna throw out unsubstantiated claims to the point where he even admitted and and uh, in the moment that he didn't have claim, like he didn't have evidence to support, and he just the gut feeling that he had, and that's an incredibly t rough accusation. If you do not that you take advantage of women, if you don't have hard evidence evidence to support that, and Derek even said, "Did you even listen to what I said after? Yeah, how easy it is to get laid." I said that I didn't do that. You chose to hear. And it was annoying when they were fighting because everybody was like, this looks so bad on Derek. But if you actually zeroed in on the fight, Derek was representing himself incredibly well. I think Derek did a great job. There's, I mean, th there's nothing more that he could have done. JPJ was just talking and talking absolute nonsense. I'm. It was, it, I think that JPJ... It looked terrible. I thought I thought it was a terrible look for him, and I I I don't know why Tasha is now still attracted to him. I don't know why. I don't think that she's like, oh yeah, I hear what he's saying and I agree. Like like I'm ner now nervous that Derek just takes advantage of women. Like I don't really think that's it. I think she just like genuinely likes him more. And I'm like after he, uh, like behave that way at someone else's wedding who he had never met. <laughs> That was so inappropriate. Wearing a t-shirt 
to a wedding. Okay. I, I know you have a huge thing about the wedding attire. They did not know that they were going to be going to a I wedding. I know, but they could have at least brushed their hair. <laughs> I mean, Hannah's I'm, was in a high pony. <laughs> Wait, what? Like, she could have brushed her hair. Oh. Hannah's hair was, like, in a high ponytail. To be fair, Hannah can do whatever she wants. <laughs> like, if that's what you're going to point to. Slippery slope. <laughs> Slippery slope. I just, uh, I, I think he is so young and feels deeply and is terrible at communicating. and Terrible. Doesn't have a bird's eye view as to appropriate behavior no and Derek does and I think Mike was right last night I think the one last night <laughs> last week <laughs> I think um the reason that he uh was talking over Derek so much is because he knew Derek was smarter than he was yeah, and he so knew that Derek was going I don't think Derek was going to talk in circles but I do think that he was going to um uh, be right, <laughs> right, and JBJ knew if he stopped if he stopped yeah. talking, Derek would have been able to tell his truth. <laughs> exactly. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Tasha. Uh, I don't know. You're a mess, but your body's amazing. Oh so. my god, you are so hot. Wear whatever you want to wedding. I don't care. <laughs> um, but you're right. It was his time to go, and I did understand his anger. But he doesn't. Uh, I d- understood Derek's anger when he was kind of just like, I can't help but think that what JPJ said did influence you. Um, I, I, I genuinely don't think it did. I also, I think, Tasha's I think if Derek, weird. I don't, weird I don't get Tasha. I think if Derek were to look inward, he would know that he doesn't really like Tasha that much. Yeah, he did. I mean, he, he didn't. And and if he really, really did, then he would have stayed. And I, I'm sure he had a crush on Tasha, and everything he said to her was true. But, I mean, he was really reeling from something with Demi. I mean, like, a lot. he had to go through a lot with, like, basically his girlfriend like coming out to him and then she and then <laughs> the her, girl he's been seeing for three days I know, but i mean that he was there with her like i think he really liked demi a, a lot he did and so that and and then and being supportive of that but then now having to see her with her new girlfriend literally in front of his face i mean I can't even imagine. I think a true testament to Derek's character before we move on was Mm -hmm. when he was saying goodbye to everybody and when you saw a genuine affectionate (sighs) hug between him and Christian. I'm like, well... And and he thanked her. And he thanked her. I was just like, well, this is the level of person he is and this is the level of person she is. Mm -hmm. And look no further. And if Derek's not The Bachelor, I'm going to scream. They said they were grateful for each other. I mean... That was a really beautiful moment. I'm not going to lie. I had like my new dog. So I was like a little distracted. (laughs) Right. And so I'm like a little distracted. But that moment got me good. Mm. And I was like, stop talking to me, Addie. (laughs) Something Mm. beautiful is happening. (laughs) Addie's a real chatter. Oh, I also want to point out old man Chris. If there was ever a moment that kind of blew my mind, he even said to John Paul Jones, like, hey, dude, listen, I have been your age. I've been there. And yeah. he has because we've seen it all. You've and he it. said it's not a good look. 
and you're going to see this and you're going to watch it back and you're going to know it's not a good look. I love watching people learn from themselves. Karamo from Queer Eye, who also was on The Real World, says the best thing anyone could do for themselves is is go on television and watch it back. He's like, you're mm-hmm. just going to learn so much about your own behavior and you're going to grow a lot. And it's, I, yeah, yeah. Especially in your 20s when that, that decade is all about like growing up into the person that you're I mean, going to be for the rest of your life. Of course, you're going to there's evolutions. Yes, you, you continue to evolve. But tw- your, your 20s are meant for just like what's going on? Being a mess. Yeah. <laughs> what's and going on it here? It's, <laughs> all, it's all about figuring it out. Yeah. You're learning. 100%. As somebody on the north side of 30. Yes, uh, Alex, amazing. tell us everything you've learned. <laughs> How can uh, we grow? How can we evolve? Uh, go on a dating show and get really drunk mm. <laughs> and then watch it back. And then you, too, will reach uh, Nirvana. <laughs> um, all right. Let's talk about Nicole and Clay and Angela. Oh. Ah. Gosh, three people I don't even like. <laughs> Nicole is so jealous. She she came out on Twitter today saying that she was like, guys, I watched the man of my dreams like googly eyed over his ex-girlfriend. She's like, I am not proud of how I behaved, but that was like the worst week of my life. (laughs) If she said that, then I like her a lot better. It was a tough look for her to watch her and Tasha make fun of Angela, who, yeah, of course, she's coming back with a. Uh, agenda if your ex that dumped you two days after he told you he wanted to have your children um, was going to be attending a wedding that you were in I mean I would go I'd go all out like I like I tried walk that they made fun of was and the reason they made fun of it was because of the walk was so good I know (laughs) she looked so gorgeous I mean yeah Uh. Who I, I no one can blame Angela for wanting to look like a supermodel, that which was she re- did. She she outshined the bride. She, she was hotter than Gigi Hadid, and yeah, Crystal. Poor Crystal did not stand the chance at her own wedding. <laughs> uh, Crystal her own seemed weird fine. fake wedding. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. Um, Crystal seemed fine at the end of the day, but yeah. Um, Go, I mean, yeah, go Angela. Yeah, Nicole did come out and she, I mean, it doesn't look like she's actually apologized to Angela, but she was like, guys, I had to watch somebody that I had strong feelings for. And yeah, she was like, I, I'm not proud of how I behave, but that's what was going on. (laughs) And I appreciate that. And honestly, you telling me that right now makes me like her more because it was a tough, it was tough to watch her be so insecure. I also really just don't like her pants. Mm. I don't get these lacy, transparent pants. Mm. If any of you guys wear them, please reach out. Am I missing something? Mm. I don't know. Well, okay. Here's what I'm thinking. Okay. I think that I would never choose to wear them in real time, in real life. But for a beach where you need your pants to breathe... But no, like, why need the pants? Because I, I'm somebody who doesn't like, and I'm not saying Nicole, Nicole is shaped differently than I am, but I do not like when my thighs touch together, but I like a breeziness. Okay. It's more of a practicality than it is a, um like a fashion choice for me. 
for you. Okay. Um, but thank you for sharing your truth. Well, uh, you'll be happy to know I got you transparent pants for your birthday. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Clay, yeah. Well, what are you what do you think about Clay? Like does he still love her? I don't know. Yeah. Yes, I think what happened was he uh it is interesting that um uh wait, who's that girl that's crazy? Annalise. Annalise. Um, <laughs> yeah, that we were in the first episode. We were like, "Go home, Annalise. You're drunk." <laughs> um, it's like she kind of pinpointed it. I think what ended up happening was, even though it was a tough to hear it come from her, um, and it was none of her business, and definitely not her place, um, and not right to score in his career. <laughs> yeah, especially on camera. Yeah. Um, yeah. I she think was right. Yeah. <laughs> she was totally right. We definitely owe her an apology for sure. Yeah. He freaked out. He freaked out. He literally, he had to make a, he knew he was making a career change. He freaked out. He freaked out. And I also, and I'm, this is, I don't want to make a sweeping generalization about men because people are their own individuals, but I have known many of men that I am close to who have told me that it's hard for them to imagine themselves in a relationship with somebody if they don't, if they don't feel secure and cemented in their own career. Yeah. And I think a lot of that comes from like a, a pressure to like provide. Well, especially from Clay. Do you remember his package yeah. in Becca season? He has an entire extended family yeah. that he um provides for. Yeah, totally. Totally. I, yeah, I, yeah, I think I think you're totally right. Um, and, and I think Annalise is totally right. And I do apologize, Annalise. I don't I don't apologize. Great. I worst. don't like her. <laughs> I don't want to be sorry. I don't like her, but apparently I am her. <laughs> um, JK. Do you think there's any world where Clay and Angela end up together? Clay and Angela. Oh, Clay and Angela, not Annalise. Annalise. <laughs> oh, my God. What? What a mess that was. Just a circus. Uh, Clay and Angela, maybe. Mm. I sure as hell hope she doesn't end up with uh, uh, Chase. Yeah, I was like, wait, I can't even remember that guy's name. I kind of liked her with Mike. I was bummed that that was a very short-lived thing, but I don't think that Mike was super into it because when he even approached Clay about it, he's like, my thing isn't about me and Angela. <laughs> yeah. My feelings are how uh, do you About feel? you, yeah. I, I, Mike might be my perfect man. Actually. I'm not totally sure what Mike's doing there. Like at first I kind of thought he was like auditioning for the bachelor, but to do that, you really need to get in the game. And he's just like, not like he's like taking girls out on dates, but he's not like doing anything after that. He might be playing the game and we might not be seeing it. Right. Cause they're just not like showcasing. <sighs> yeah. Um, okay. Blake, Christina, Luke, <laughs> Blake is bored. I, can't, I don't. Yeah, Blake is terribly bored. For some reason, is choosing to stay, and knew Christina was his ticket out, even though it like or his ticket in rather. He, uh, even though he says it was like an evangelical moment, and it came to him. It's always been her. Oh my God, I love Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, a little uh, clueless. Um. Blake is bored, A, primarily, no, secondarily, to what 
primarily is, which is he cares more about restoring his image. And he yeah. thinks coming around on Christina is going to be what's going to fix that. Because what it would what his story would be then is that I always was in love with Christina and I like didn't know like how to express it. So I fucked around with all these other women, but it was always Christina. So that way he can like make it his yeah. story. He was even using like insane uh, like he was like pulling from anywhere and he was just like, I want to kiss. Like, I know we can kiss. I know. Like he was just saying the most ridiculous thing. Like he just read a cosmopolitan version of a, um, like a, like a short script from yeah. a, a book that Cosm <laughs> magazine published because the publisher paid them to put it in their magazine. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, I, I went on a real journey. <laughs> on anyway, this is the most I ever liked Christina when she was like, what? Yeah, no, he sucks. Like it was really rough. And I think he, the way that he was so proud of himself. Yes. When he turned down Brie, I was just like it. He thought that he was doing a uh, Dean Kalen thing when he's like, Kalen, can we talk for a second? I'm just kidding. I'm not going on. the No, he literally thought he had like slayed a dragon or something he's like oh, i did this for you like he just thought it was the most and she was like sweet thing. i'm still pissed like you're still annoyed mm-hmm. <laughs> um i kind of like her and luke uh yeah they had fun they had like a playfulness she threw nick Viall under the bus pretty hard but uh i thought they were fun nick's together. okay nick's been around the block he's gotten it i mean she throws every man under like mm. she she doesn't care she is a scorned woman and she'll throw any man under the bus talk about a guy nick who's is tired. fine yeah i th- i think nick might be when he finds the person that he wants to be with that maybe the actual best boyfriend of all time i want nick to find love like like long-term love and happiness like the way i wanted it for lauren conrad mm. like when lauren i thought you were gonna say me <laughs> Uh, no. But okay, go on about Lauren Conrad. No. <laughs> when Lauren Conrad like found her person, I just remember I like texted a bunch of people and I'm like, I'm just so <laughs> happy that she's finally happy. And I want. She was like, that, by the way, like 27 when I, she got married. I know, I know. But we just watch her go through a lot on TV. <laughs> I just want that so bad for Nick. The day Nick gets married, I will just be so happy for him. Yeah. I really, really will. I really will. And he just like buys a house in Wisconsin and they just, they have some fun. Yeah. Raising a chick, like chicken coops and all that. Mm, That's what I see. I don't know that I see him with chicken coops. I see him and his wife. You don't even remember his farm date (laughs) where he took all those girls to his friend's farm. That's what he does on most weekends. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But that's what I want for Nick. Uh, Can we get into Sid and Matt McDonald? So cute. Who's so cute? Them? <laughs> Both. I love that Matt was so worried to kiss a girl because of his mom would see it. I Is that a turn it, off? Because I thought it was sweet. Uh, yes, it's disgusting. That is a horrible turn off. I hated every second of it. Um, I know that he his voice cracked and Chris Harrison gave him the puberty chat, which I yeah, do not think I Matt appreciated. Was very happy when they pulled Chris Harrison in. Yes, don't uh, think that Matt liked that. Yes, no, some, he did not. Some hair coming in. Um, he did not like that. But um, 
at first I thought it was a little endearing because his voice was cracking and he was nervous and they did that hilarious montage that like went on for a hair too long but was also hysterical I actually was happy like I thought it made it funnier just when you thought it was gonna end it kept going <laughs> you might be right it might but at first it did feel like they like cut to some like weird ad of like a goat <laughs> Sarah's puppy just made a noise uh, I think he's getting I think he wants I think he's jealous that we're not petting him he's okay um so uh I I I thought I was just like, man, this kid's really struggling. And then he went on a date with Bree and I was like, oh, no, he's not. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm happy for him and Bree. I think he just wanted to kiss Bree and he didn't want to kiss it. <laughs> oh, sorry. that's right. He kissed Bree before he kissed Sid. No, he kissed Bree after Sid. But he oh. very easily kissed Bree and literally... Do you think Sid it was something was doing sign language in front of his face to get do, him to kiss him? Do you think it, it was kind of like he just had to do it the fir- the one time? No, we just think no. Bree is like a Westworld robot. I think when you were so into somebody um, like a Westworld robot, mm. um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah, you're ma- right. It's like that thing. It's like people can use the excuse like I'm just not in the right place. I'm really busy right now. Like all that stuff. But it's like, oh, if it's the person that you're into, you make the time. Yeah, yeah. it just it, it is what it is. It yeah. doesn't matter. All the stuff and like all the boundaries and all the like lists that you make. Oh, red f- or or not like not red flags. What am I thinking of? Um, like, oh gosh, what am I thinking of? The word. It's like you would never be with this person because of this one thing like what are what are red flag no not a red flag not (laughs) a red flag like no i'd never date anyone who smokes that's my deal breaker (laughs) (laughs) boom anyway once you're really into somebody deal breakers go out the window it is kind of crazy out the i've i've seen it in everyone who's ever been in love but that's because you're getting what you emotionally need out of the relationship like you're getting you're getting it's the thing that's important is what's compensating for somebody smoking even though i don't want to be with somebody who smokes because i want my person to be around longer right Um, right of course of course and that's a bummer that that person would be putting themselves in a situation where they wouldn't be around much longer. Dare, guys. D, I won't do drugs. A, <laughs> won't have an attitude. R, I will respect myself. E, e, I will educate me now. Dare. Did you make that up? No. Okay. Cool. That's the dare song. Okay, TM. <laughs> TM. That's the dare song. Oh, my God. That would have been sick if I made that up. I was like, whoa, Sarah. <laughs> Well, you are always kind of good at making up songs, so sometimes you got to check. Thank you. Should I sing one of yours right now? No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. no. <laughs> it still haunts me. I wrote, Why does it? I wrote a terrible song <laughs> when I was a child. I was a child, and I gave it to Alex. It haunts me because you and your friend were in the basement laughing and singing it and oh, cracking up. I'm sorry. It was, the, it was one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. There's only a few moments that are really hard to me for me to like relive. And it's like that. And when my pants fell down in the middle of the classroom in first grade. Can I be really honest with you? The thing about the song was, no. and I won't sing it. But the thing about the song 
was the tune was genuinely catchy <laughs> and like really good. And I think the part of me that was making fun of you was the part of me that was really deeply jealous. of you. <laughs> Shut up. No, I really I do. don't want to hear it. I really do. And someday I hope you can come around and I hope we can sing the song on the podcast. All right, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Give it 50 years. <laughs> podcast will be a new technology by then. People will just be able to hear my thoughts and I won't have to uh, actively record it. Um, okay, let's talk about Kaylin Connor Dean. <laughs> yeah, let's wrap it up with these fools. Um, it's really obvious to me that Kaylin just like needed a rebound after Dean. Yeah. That's all it was. Although I got to say... Like, again, I wish I was there last week when the Connor montage happened. I'm sorry. I was working. Um, but uh, <laughs> apologize. <laughs> um, but man, uh, somebody who's like, uh, I, I, when you like somebody mm, mm, or my experience mm. in the past uh, year and change of being single, when I like I'm dating somebody and I like and I like them, it takes me a hot sec when it ends even if I'm the one who's ended it to like kind of get myself back, back out, out there. And man, her snapback rate was just like so good. And I was like, I don't know if you're just the most resilient person on the planet or be. if you're just really freaking young and you didn't give a shit. But like, I felt like I learned something when Caitlin, Caitlin saw Connor. I was like, I, I wish I had that level of snapback. Right. Or maybe I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a tricky situation. I do understand where you're coming from, but then it is always this kind of, you know, the idea of like, is it like the rebound kind of saga? And it's like, oh, are you actually like, and I don't, I don't really, I think Connor's going to be just fine no matter what happens. <laughs> but it's like, are you actually hurting this person? Cause they're really into you and you're, you know, so like, there's like that whole situation. Um, I just felt like it's, for me, it's the same kind of feeling like when I saw um, Colton <laughs> crying on TV and being like, I have no idea who I am and mm. I need to do some soul searching and then immediately announce I'm the bachelor. That's how you feel about Kaylin. And then for Kaylin, it's it, it's just it, it's not it's not the same situation, but it was, I just kind of had that same reaction of like watching her like cry over Dean and like really feel for her and and like it's just like oh man like this is like breakups are tough you really felt for this person and then it was like oh now it's Connor and I'm like oh wait <laughs> did you feel for this person like were like was it like were my feelings validated to feel sympathy for you I think ultimately what Caitlin in this stage of life mm. seeks is validation and she seeks it externally. So um, whether it's mm. like an Instagram following or a new boy, like kind of at this phase of her life because she is really young. Yeah. It doesn't, I think it's whoever, whatever it is, is going to fulfill. And right. not to say that her and Dean don't have a genuine connection. I, I do think they have one. Um, but I think what she was getting in out of that relationship with Connor was like just sort of feeding her immediate need. Yeah, you're right. It's like hard to blame someone for that. For sure. Well, especially when you are so young. I don't know. I think I, and yeah, and she's been, yeah. I mean, she's been through it too. I mean, she's been through a lot. Yeah. I think ultimately I'm on her team. <laughs> um, 
with it all. Uh, and I was happy for her that she had a hot boy to make out with while she was sad. So does she go in the van? Probably. I feel like she will because I, I feel like she is just young and lost enough to be like, yeah, this is like a fun, like, I like, yeah, this is a thing to do. It's funny to watch Blake, not Blake, God, what the fuck is his name? Although while I accidentally say his name, when Dean showed up, Blake was like, doesn't he know that Kaylin's been through enough? I was like, yeah, Blake. Because you of you. Put her there, like, <laughs> idiot. Uh, I know, I know. He's such a dumbass. Um, <laughs> but um, it is funny to watch Dean like try to uh, communicate his feelings because it kind of sounds like he's reading from a book report. <laughs> Like a yeah. third grader reading from a book report. It is kind of wild. Like Dean's another person that we have seen evolve a lot. Um, it's kind of crazy to watch him be like, wow, why do I always do this with women I care about? And then like make the choice with Kaylin. Mm-hmm. That to me was like, oh, he likes her. He's got it bad. I think he really does. I think he really does. And I think that he season her the things you're speaking to right now like I think he doesn't need to communicate it I think he sees it like I think he like sees Kaylin for who she is and is like oh yeah she's been seeking like validation and you know I think I think he sees all of that and I think he sees that she's ready for an adventure I also think the people he has been in a relationship with require more in a way that's like totally normal yeah like Leslie yeah like and well Leslie was ready to settle down yeah and, and she I, made that clear exactly yeah and Leslie's she's, like my actual hero when I right, say require more right. I'm like because they know their value and right. I think Kaylin will get there but I don't know that she is totally there I just but don't, I think that he sees that but that's exactly what I'm saying yeah I, I don't the amount he's willing to give is the amount that I think Kaylin's willing available to take to take yeah yeah, it's true. And I do. And I think I, I mean, listen, if I was like 24 and single and and like didn't have a job and some like really hot guy that I like liked and spent some time with was like, do you want to go on this like insane adventure and travel around the world with me? I'd be like, OK, because we can just do it on your like influencer um money yeah so that sounds good when you say do it on your influencer money you mean have sex on a pile of the money that you make from flat tummy tea yes, right that's exactly what i <laughs> um all i can say is i'm ready for it to wrap up yeah i think we're all sort of feeling the uh the exhaust i hate the summer. paradise um, is like coming into september yeah um but we're always grateful for the journey and we're grateful yeah. that you know we're all in this together um, I don't know when they're announcing the new Bachelor, but I hope it's Derek. It has to be, right? Or, I, right? I, I mean, I don't know if they're considering people from Hannah's season. I mean, I haven't, ta- I haven't heard from I them haven't in talked a while. <laughs> Ignoring my it's phone calls. You've got freaking ghosted at, for Jared and Ashley's wedding. I know. Or snubbed. I rather. can't even. I, I, oh. I'm sorry. I, I just like it's just so hard for me to like watch Ben's girlfriend like get to do all of this stuff and not me. <laughs> it's okay. Though. I know. Sorry. It's okay. Mm. 
All right. Well, <laughs> so play with your so dog, I, yeah, I definitely will. So I think that we'll, um, what, what happens next week? Everyone has to decide whether they want to stay with it or leave. And then we see a reunion mm-hmm. show. Yeah. I think that's what happens. All right. You guys. Well, Sounds good. We love you. Thanks for the memes. We love you. We miss you. <laughs> we'll see you next week. All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, you can find us again wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Hi, I'm Winston. And I'm David. And we're the hosts of a new podcast on Campfire Media called Try It, You'll Like It. And on our podcast, we have our guests eat a food they hate one last time. And we have so many crazy yes. We got amazing chefs. We have killer comedians. Bakers. Candlestick makers. Distillers. Brewers. Food writers. Oh, they're writing about food. Ooh, they're probably having some food while they're writing about that food. Yeah, because we're eating food, and they're eating food, and you're listening to It Happen. All you ASMR hits, enjoy. Chomp, chomp. So check it out every Thursday at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. Mmm, that was good. Campfire.